Whoa. Hack the planet. <laughs> One of these days we're going to hack the planet. <laughs> I hope so. Google Hackers is on HBO Max. We're going to Google oh, uh, how to look yeah, up license plates. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That scene was so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. But a scene in a movie that we're talking about on today's episode of Never Seen Any of This. What a smooth oh. transition. What a transition. <laughs> Call me Sade because I'm a smooth operator. All right. My, yeah, you're still landing no. them. My, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call me Sully because I'm landing them. Oh, okay. Yep. My name's, there you go. But, but really, you can call me Andy. And I'm Sammy. And I'm Raymond. And we're we're your boys. We've never seen any of We're this. your boys. We're your boys. We're here for you. I'm glad we made it through that. Need to talk? <laughs> the lines are open. Please call in. We're here to talk. Your headset makes you look like you're uh, like a yes, operating uh, uh, out of a call center. Uh-huh. Caller, caller number one. You're you're on. You're on. Never seen any of this. Ooh, we should do a never seen any of this telethon. <laughs> Raise some money. We'll Do we th- just end it when we get calls. one phone call? Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> maybe one. We got one! Close them down! <laughs> That's how we're we fishing just, for a one phone call. We buy this huge screen that shows the numbers and it just clicks to one. <laughs> we're like, yeah! We yeah. did it, everyone! <laughs> I like that idea. It's great. It's funny. I like it. self-promotion never hurt anyone. <laughs> The best well. is it's going to be one of us calling. Like, <laughs> it's not even going to be. It's just going to be like TJ calling. Or <laughs> It'll be my dad. Oh, yeah. Your dad will call. <laughs> That'd be a good conversation, though. Yeah. Well, everyone would be. <laughs> in the audio world, it, everyone would be very confused because you and your dad are, sound the exact uh-huh. same. So no one would be able, be able to differentiate from that. <laughs> when uh, Sammy and I worked together at Walmart. I worked in the photo department, and Sammy worked in electronics, which are right next to each other, and he said he would often think my dad was there, and it was just me helping a customer, because my customer service voice is just my my dad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. My favorite yeah. game to play was when your dad would be driving, and you'd be sitting in the front seat. I'd be in the back, and I'd just close my eyes and be like, there's a man talking to himself right now. <laughs> <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> Well, boys, whose pick was it, and what did we watch? Oh, man. It was my pick, but I know I'm going to flub the name because the name is a long one. Uh, I don't feel at home on this world anymore. In this world anymore. Close. In this world. Dang. <laughs> it's a long one. so close. Yeah, it is long. Um, yes, it's the starring Elijah Wood movie that came mm-hmm. out, I think, right to mm-hmm. Netflix, right? Yeah. Okay, it's star- it, you're right. It's, it's not really. He's not the star, but he's well, the, would, the most famous person. That's, it's an indie yeah. film that mm-hmm. Netflix put out for distribution, but it went yeah. through it film festivals at first. Sundance. Oh, yeah. is it Sundance? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And um, I remember when it released on Netflix, and I was like, oh, this looks. I remember watching the trailer and be like, oh, I mean, I thinking back and looking at what Elijah Wood has done since Lord of the Rings, I was like, I have not disliked anything that I've seen him do outside of. Um, I mean, I obviously like Lord of the Rings, but everything that he's chosen to do, I've like enjoyed because he mm-hmm. has all the money; he can just do whatever he wants. And like Wilfred, I, like I, I love Wilfred, and just like all Wilfred the fun stuff right. that he choos- chooses to do. So I was like, this is probably going to be good because he really only is signing on if he thinks that they're good. So that's why I decided I, to pick it. That might not necessarily be the case. Uh, I think he picks a lot of projects based on 
just if it sounds interesting to him. They might not be good. Right. Okay, but no, like, that's true. Yeah, like <laughs> he did the, do a movie like Nicolas Cage a couple years ago. Yes, that's what I was about to bring up, the Nick Cage one called The Trust or whatever. I'm sure that one's not that great, but... Chance to work with I've, Nick Cage, I'm sure he was like, all right. Right, I've heard it's not that good, but you get to be uh, cops and your partner is Nicolas Cage. I'd take that movie. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if absolutely. I didn't, if I had no financial reason to work, I would take that movie. Yeah. The um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the writer and director of this movie, but it's um, Macon Blair, mm-hmm. who is an he's primarily an actor mm-hmm. and he uh made it big for being in jeremy saulnier's movies so mm-hmm. he's the main character of blue ruin and murder party mm-hmm. and he is he's the number one guy to patrick stewart in green room right i knew it okay. had relation to jeremy saulnier but i thought he did this movie i didn't realize it was the like his best friend because they're that's like in real yeah. life they're best friends they're like best friends mm-hmm. and uh i can see the influence me too yeah. for sure it definitely felt like a like a uh in that same sort of tone especially at the end when they're like running through the woods that yeah, felt I, a lot like green room that's what i was gonna bring yeah. i like it, as soon as that guy gets hit by the bus uh-huh. it like totally changes to a different movie for me because <laughs> it mm-hmm. just like i was like this mm-hmm. is rated r for gore but not a whole lot's happened so it's got to be at the end and as soon as he gets hit by a bus from then on it's, it's like, like the oh, last this is, 25 it, minutes yeah and it, yeah the whole running through the woods thing i was like this doesn't feel like the same movie this is like a horror movie all of a sudden so yeah i thought that was a, a, cha- a change in pace for sure mm-hmm. yeah i had uh i had rem- i remembered the movie coming out and like the, the little promo for it netflix put out i didn't watch any footage of it uh-huh. But I heard them talking it up, and then they dropped it. And the only thing I heard about it after that was people going, uh, "This movie just came out. Why can't I find it on Netflix?" Because they weren't promoting it at all. Oh. And then it like well, you had to like search for search it. for it. Yeah, and it like it was a big movie drop that they were, you know, that they were doing. And instead, it just like got lost in the shuffle. And I hadn't thought about it since, other than the fact that it's got like a really long title. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll check that out." And I had totally forgotten that it was like I would be interested in it at all. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad you really you picked this because it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it I, was, definitely, I, I definitely, I definitely uh, was in for a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I think that Elijah Wood's character was probably my favorite of the movie. Yeah, he was, mine too. He was mm-hmm. so funny. I mean, I think he really brought the levity to it of what mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was just like. The, my, I love when he throws that star, the ninja star, and then he goes <laughs> and gets it out of the wall, and he's like, "That's how hard I threw it," and then he walks off. I loved it. <laughs> I, I love the moment where he's got the nunchucks out the first time when she's like, I've been burgled. And he just hits his table. It's like, God damn it. He's like, no. And then later when she comes back, she's like, do you still have your ninja weapons? And he's like, well, actually, yeah, yeah, these weren't like, used no. by ninjas. They're nunchakus. <laughs> Start to give her a lesson. Uh, in like, Japan. I love that. He like speaks Mandarin to his dog to get his, Mandarin, or his dog to be quiet. <laughs> Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin. Is a very funny character, especially yes. because it's Elijah Wood. So he's right. just like leaning into it. And that rat tail. Oh, what a rat tail. So good. <laughs> I did think that the um, the very, very end of this movie was very strange. The uh, the last scene? 
Because yeah, the whole the whole like last five minutes is man is like man, it sucks that he died and that there's repercussions in this world, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then it just kind of does like in the last like ten seconds it's just like nah, just kidding, he's not dead, and then it just goes to credits, <laughs> like oh all right, yeah, the like silhouette, like the smoke around his head, yeah. he's like oh, yeah, like she's he's thinking of him, dead him, yeah, no, he's just barbecued and doing it wrong, yeah, although he gets a great little last minute bit where he's arguing with the husband about how you make you burgers it's like no yeah. you gotta get all the juices out you gotta press them. Like, these are gonna be perfect uh-huh. yeah i thought oh. yeah I, I, just the whole because she like goes and like talks to the detective and the detective was like given my wife and i are giving each other another shot i was like what is this ending <laughs> what are yeah. we yeah what is what am i i guess i, I want to ask you guys like what are you supposed to get from the movie then if that if the repercussion thing is then taken away. Like, what's the message trying? To, I mean, she still has to deal with all the stuff that she's deal, she dealt with at the beginning. Like, a whole lot hasn't changed for her. I I feel like a lot of the movie is her, like, st- struggling with the idea of, like, nothing matters. Right. Being and, alone. Like, yeah. Y- yeah. And, like, people are assholes and really nothing happens because of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it just felt like the... And the movie was, like, very much driving that point home mm-hmm. i felt like and then in the last like minute of the movie was like trying to force in this kind of happy ending right mm-hmm. she like and yeah not... everything goes wrong for her yeah <laughs> until they like that last part yeah and i feel like it would have been more in line with the rest of the movie for that like that ending to happen and for her to not feel any different mm-hmm. to be like oh well nothing has changed like it's a (laughs) i was expecting that downer ending Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of flipped in that last minute so it was confusing i guess i can kind of see why they they did it just to have that happy ending but i feel like it would have been more in line with the rest of the movie if nothing changed to leave it if nothing changed yeah Yeah. okay i thought it was how i felt i thought it was um I, i wasn't as I mean, I I was a little confused with how positive it did end up, but I wasn't upset with it at all. Uh, I thought they kind of they kind of set up through the movie. I mean, not not very well, but throughout the movie that like what she really needs is like someone else to just connect with, and because of how like lonely Elijah Wood is and how positive he is and like wanting to help her and be there for her, that like that's really what they like instilled the positivity in like the rest of her life is just that she had someone she could depend on yeah like he she comes to the door and she's like i need your help and he's like all right i'm in <laughs> like yep. doesn't even yeah. like i'm all right let's go i'm here and he's just she like doesn't even explain it he's just like all right what are we doing yeah. yeah they're just constantly on the next step and so it's like really just like the reinforcement that there's someone else who understands that like everything sucks and he's got nothing going on in his life so it's like just the bonded pair of the two of them yeah. makes it kind of like well at least she can share like that's the only thing that really changes is she can share her life with someone instead oh, man, of just I got being alone so mad speaking of the director the director is the guy at the bar that yes, ruins the, the book. book for her I got so mad <laughs> I was like yeah. yeah I knew it was coming too I knew he was going to say something to ruin it I was like oh god that that would make me so mad <laughs> it's like a and good it's... it's like a good second of silence where you're just like everyone is accepting that that's what he's just done is spoil the book that she's yes. reading it's like, and I it just like, takes the air even, out of it even worse it seemed like he was there at the bar to like 
hook up with her or like uh-huh. you know like and then he just takes his stuff and leaves he wasn't even there to like he hook up with her he was else. just waiting for somebody left so uh-huh. that was even worse yeah. like oh man he shows up spoils the book you're reading and then leaves yes <laughs> and then later and then that's like the connection with uh elijah wood's character when she sees that he's reading it and he's like don't spoil it for me i hate when people do that so it's like oh mm-hmm. while he's hacking yeah, the cute. internet I also like, I like that the, like the two people that they injure or two people that they end up injuring like is completely on accident. Like with mm-hmm. that Morning Star thing, the guy's trying to take it from him and hits himself, and then the same thing with the old guy trying to take the silver silver back from her, and he hits uh-huh. himself. Like both times, it's like they're not trying to hurt the person, but they accidentally get hurt. But good lord, that old man right. breaking her finger. Yeah, <laughs> it like, just oh. happens like so quickly. Yeah. And then uh, Elijah Wood's leg just coming in to kick him in the head. So, <laughs> I can't even remember what he says, but it's so funny. He says, like, you got to get him with the roundhouse. Yeah. The guy, and everyone's looking at him like, he's so proud of there, himself. Like, he's, like, ready to go. He's, like, ready to fight more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, Back to the... I really liked the bar, the bar scene when he spoiled it for her because it wasn't just, like, a boom here's a big spoiler it was and there was a, like a slow realization of her figuring out that he just spoiled something because he like said it and she was like oh really he's like yeah it's kind of a you'll find out soon it's kind of like a big plot point or something <laughs> like that it wasn't just like oh yeah this person died and <laughs> it was a different way to like spoil the book because uh-huh. because there's like a full minute of her being like oh Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. And he just spoiled it, and then he leaves. <laughs> and then she tries to read it later, and she's like, "Nope, I mean, can't even, can't even read it yeah. now." <laughs> Fuck, I'd be so mad. Ugh. Especially because you I can liked... tell you can tell it's like a series too. Like, uh-huh. It's not gonna be till the like end of the Christ. series because it's book two, so you mm-hmm. know that yeah. like that's like the end. And she, yeah. Oh man. The um. The main creepy kid. Oh, I hated he's him. Creepy. Oh yeah. His first, his introduction into the movie is him pooping into the tank of a toilet. Yeah, he's upper decking. Oh, <laughs> upper decking. What a classic maneuver. <laughs> and then he like is just making creepy faces in the mirror to himself. Yeah. Oh man, he was creepy. I thought it seemed like there was some cult thing going on. That's what it, it felt like. But then it ends up him just wanting to rob his father. Well. He's very rich. I think they were just looking to do that. He says when he's pawning the stuff that he's like, they're going to go to Vegas. So they're like, it's possible just, that like, they're about to. Is he just making that up? Cause maybe. Because he, he, he was like, oh, I'm, 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 we're moving. This is all my mom's stuff. I'm selling. Right. To move to Vegas. Right. But if he did like then rob his parents, which I don't know if that was planned or not with him. But like if they were going to rob his parents, I wouldn't stay in town. Right. That's true. But yeah, because right. they make some comment when he shows up with those pearls. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, oh, we're almost there. Like when he like takes the stuff from him, uh-huh. he, like has that necklace and stuff. He's like, that was oh, such a weird scene. We're almost there. It's like, okay, <laughs> to what? And robbing your parents? I mean, mm-hmm. I think that was their plan to rob because they end up capturing that girl. And like, we need. He was going to be yeah. our person to get in. Now you're our person mm-hmm. to get in. So that was their plan. But yeah, I don't know what their then end goal was. To be weird and culty. Yeah. <laughs> Living in a van yeah. together. <laughs> that uh, it, it it was giving me Mandy vibes at the very beginning, like oh, the uh-huh. introduction of him. I was like, oh, this guy's like, 
a cult leader. And then it just, like, slowly you find out this guy's just kind of like a loser. <laughs> They're all just kind of, like, terrible, shitty people that are annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do violent things. <laughs> And they're violent people, so they do pose a threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, the wildly uh, unpredictable. Yeah, yeah, I like the um, setup of that. The gun, it's like because mm-hmm. you like they just, right away they're like this is an old gun. Like <laughs> doesn't matter, you're just doing a hold up, and then they like even mm-hmm. zoom in when she first shoots it on the part. Like you know that it's gonna blow up on her. Like uh-huh. they really they really were setting that up. It sure does. Blows off her arm. Or her hand, at least. Mm-hmm. Two hands get blown off in this movie. <laughs> in that scene. In that scene. Yeah. If, with that gun. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah that's, that, that was, was a brutal scene. I was reading trivia, and I didn't even notice that that character was uh, Jane Levy. Yeah, me neither. I just saw that. From Raymond's favorite TV show, The Playlist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was reading a piece of trivia that was like, fun fact, she also loses a hand in the 2013 Evil Dead remake. Oh, oh, is she oh the main, yeah. Oh, is All she right. the main person yeah. in that? I never saw that movie. Oh, yeah. God, it's I brutal. Could, I could not bring myself Raymond to watch I it. it. I remember I you it. telling me some of the stuff in it. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, it is horrifying. Ugh. There's one shot in that movie in particular that makes me never want to watch it again. Is that the uh, mirror scene? No, it's when she licks the razor blade. That's, I was oh, going to yeah. say, that's the one thing I remember you telling me about the movie is the licking the razor blade thing. I was like, that is, ugh, yeah. that's disgusting. Ah, what a good movie. <laughs> that movie is great. But that just thinking well. about yeah. the original is really funny. Because like, mm-hmm. the original is just like so campy. And <laughs> well, the first it's, one's trying to be horrifying. But it it's is, like, right. But like, it's on it's such like obvious a, that it's a budget. small budget. Yes, and then uh, the second one... Sam Raimi didn't have the rights to the first movie, so he summed it up in like 30 seconds and then made a campy movie right. sequel. Mm-hmm. I'll just never the forget. The first one's Indiana Jones. <laughs> in the first one, when they like get that lady's eyes and like yogurt comes out of her eyes. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget that. That'll yeah. never leave my head. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of um, that scene, but a little bit before that, the the wife of that, she's like, when she just lets them in and is like, Oh, yeah, I was bored. Mark. I knew they weren't yeah. cops. I'm bored. I'm bored. Her, <laughs> her like was weird, really like funny. continuing to laugh at herself. Like I thought there was going to mm-hmm. be some reveal of her. Like obviously she's on, like she's taking meds or something. Uh-huh. She's mixing meds and alcohol. But it was just an interesting character mm-hmm. where like tick where she like just kept like laughing to herself. <laughs> I thought that was. Interesting. I love that. Um, when the bodyguard comes in and points the gun at Elijah Wood, he just like so quickly throws the coffee onto the ground and <laughs> yeah. breaks the cup. And then her, yeah. the stepmom's entire like movement, the rest of the scene is her just like figuring out how she's going to get rid of that stain. So yeah. she's just yeah. in the background slamming things where she's oh, looking yeah. for stain she's remover. Like, Be quiet. She's still like, just <laughs> slamming doors. Uh, and she comes back and she's just like dabbing the stain. And he's like, oh, it was very good coffee. She's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> God, I love that scene with the bodyguard, though, where he's like checking. You can just hear him checking every room, like just uh-huh. running around. Uh-huh. Oh, That's great. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah. And then when they show up at the door and the, the main girl like quickly flashes the badge. Uh-huh. But then Elijah Wood's like, police! Like, yeah. <laughs> but then quickly backs off when it, things mm-hmm. get tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, never mind. Right. I liked the humor in this movie. I did too. I liked that it was 
it was really funny. Mm-hmm. It reminded yeah. me of the first half hour or so of Green Room, and then right into the transition yeah. in Green Room where it becomes <laughs> like a horror. See, I haven't. I, you guys watched that one without me. God, I, I watched I it twice in the, in twenty four hours. This is one of those. That one. But you guys told me that it's <laughs> rough. Isn't there yeah. a part where he has to like duct tape his arm back together? Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. when the movie takes a turn because his <laughs> arm gets hacked up by a machete, Ugh. and he's got to tape it back up with duct tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this felt <laughs> this felt very similar. But the the turn in Green Room is after a half hour, and you have an hour of horror. And this one, the turn right. is really. I like there's only bits and pieces until like the last 20 minutes 20 and then minutes, it becomes yeah. that when it's an hour and a half movie. Cause right. even when he gets hit in the neck, it still is almost played as like comedic with him right like until he leaving gets walking out in yeah, the traffic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Him like leaving. Cause it's like kind of funny. He's like, Oh man. But then yeah, he, he gets hit by a bus and I'm like, Oh, all right, here we go. <laughs> right. It's like a, it's like a Tucker and Dale kill. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. he, he, he was trespassing. She just immediately reacts, right. and then all of a sudden he just dies from it <laughs> when it was totally his fault. Yeah, I then, like the intro of this movie being the just it really sets you up for the tone of the movie that like a racist grandma dies and her last words are incredibly racist. Oh, so and then racist. it just cuts to immediately oh. to like, oh, what were her last words? <laughs> did she have any like, last she words? Just, like, looked at her. <laughs> she's just like, uh... oh man, yeah. I, I think I think a lot of the side characters were really, like I think they did really good. Like her friend that she goes to to talk uh-huh. to, like I mm-hmm. thought she was really good. And even like you instantly get what her husband feels towards th- the main girl. Like right away uh-huh. too, he comes in and he's like, oh, "Why is she here?" Kind of a thing. And I also uh-huh. really liked the the father of the creepy uh, Chris guy. I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he did really well too. Especially the first scene where he like berates her for trying to be good like he's like you're dumb for trying to be good but then right at the end too at the fireplace when he's like talking to the guy about his son i thought that was i thought he really did i thought he did a good job Mm -hmm. overall i thought yeah a lot of people were good in this movie yeah i like the i like the dad a lot because i mean it's it's a very funny like he's just telling it like it is where like he's kind of being a smarmy asshole but he's also like well what do you want you just is your whole motivation that you just want him to not be a jerk? Like you came all this way to be like, Hey, don't be a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of plan is that? <laughs> and he's like, are you going to kill us? And he's like, stop being dramatic. God. Uh-huh. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh and, yeah. And then he like, I thought it was cool that he figures it out too. Like as he's coming down the stairs, like, Mm-hmm. realizes that something's going on so he goes back for his gun like he's like oh this something's going down <laughs> yeah that guy i felt like he definitely did they ever say what he did i think he was like a lawyer or something well, she says lawyer but she does like the whole like quote oh, thing that he's a lawyer he does have a personal bodyguard <laughs> so maybe he's, he's like connected tony soprano's lawyer yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's the mob he's lawyer that kind of lawyer <laughs> he's rich enough but they didn't have He's any got money. that giraffe statue in the front. <laughs> they didn't have any money there. That wasn't your lawn tiger. 
<laughs> I love that he's like that he gets so upset about that. Like that's every movie has those like the two people like have to break Diverge, away from each yeah. other and then come back and that was the thing that broke him was that she stole <laughs> the lawn tiger because that's not what their mission was. Like I just love like that. he had his he has, reasoning his and why he was doing what uh, he was doing. Yeah, and his his morals and he's like that was against what we were doing. He has absolutely no problem like hurling a ninja star into someone's face. <laughs> But it has to be for the right reason. Exactly, that was great too. I knew he would. I knew that was what it was going to be. Like her just getting that ninja star right into the cheek. Mm-hmm. But oh, this made me mad. Um, I didn't even like watch a trailer before going into this because it's been a while since I watched a trailer because I was like, I don't mm-hmm. want anything like mm-hmm. spoiled for me. But the still as you go to hit play on Netflix is her like helping Elijah Wood with the wound in his stomach. Oh. So I was like, yeah, that's like, like the last that? 10 minutes. Yeah, I was like, so I know he's going to get stabbed or something <laughs> at some point. So I was like, God, mm-hmm. so then I'm just waiting for that waiting to for happen it. the whole time. And I'm like, oh, that, so that made me kind of mad. I was like, I know he's going to get stabbed. And th- he doesn't get stabbed. He gets stabbed multiple times. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he's like limping out of the house. He just says, she got me good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, that, and then we kind of talked about it already, but that running through the woods scene was just—I mean, the snake, the whole part with the snake was just—yeah, that was nuts. <sighs> I yeah, look, so, she uh, sees snakes. her grandma. <laughs> yeah, the grandma po- yeah. points her the way back to Elijah Wood. I was like, okay, sure. Snakes and snake bites are like one of my biggest phobias. So mm-hmm. that scene, I was like, mm, nope, nope, and I just kind of looked away. Knew what was gonna happen. <laughs> I knew they probably budget wise couldn't show, but I was surprised because of how everything was gory up to that point that it didn't show him being attacked by the snake until it showed him just with it having the bite on his cheek because it just shows like the back of his head as he's being attacked in the water. I thought for mm-hmm. sure it was just gonna show yeah. us with him just being hauled by a yeah. snake, but. It still showed him get messed up pretty good, right? And it was then, a it was a it was a crazy little ride there. The last, I mean, it was already like super gory, but then, yeah, it really goes off the rails right yeah, the, there. At the, the, end. the bodyguard gets like shot in the neck, right? Uh huh. The ricochet of another bullet is what kills the girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I thought that was that's always crazy to me. I know most like movies don't really show like the whole ricochet and like. Mm-hmm. Well, Free Fire did a really good job of that, but like most like high production movies never show like bullets could ricochet and bounce off of other things. Like it's not right. straightforward every time. So I thought that was interesting that ricochet off the rock is what got her. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the other guy got shot in the head, but the the wife makes it out. She books it. <laughs> just her running down the street, just hauling. Good for her. If yeah. anyone was going to make it out of that, I'm right. glad it was her. <laughs> I like that she had like she had nothing to do with any of it, and um, what's her name, Ruth, the main girl, just like is trying to be nice to her the whole time, and like explains herself like I didn't want to be here. This isn't my idea. They kidnapped me. Like the gun and was then, empty. Like, you saw. <laughs> yeah, and then the she's the one that like keeps Ruth out of trouble when they go to the cops about the whole situation. So it's right. She's not a. Mm-hmm. Uh, saves her mm-hmm. from being implicated in that mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking, too, that I was like, even though she got away on the boat, there's no way she's going to get away scot-free because right. that all happened. But, yeah, I guess, yeah, when the wife said no, that she wasn't a part of it. Got mm-hmm. her away. I like the detective quite a bit. 
I know him from something. He's in a. T- um, I mean, I'd try to look it up, but he's done so Malcolm much voice acting. Is that? Oh, that's it. That's it's what the it dad. Is. I didn't go back far mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. Because I was like, he uh-huh. just does a bunch of voice acting. I was like, I know it's something. He's from lost from a bunch of weight too. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. his IMDb picture is still when he's a little bit bigger. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, that's what it is. It's okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I know him. I know it him bothered something. me for like the first like fifteen minutes too. I was like, I know this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so frustrating too, because this is also something that I saw on IMDb trivia that it's based off of something that happened to the director. That oh wow! Someone broke into mm-hmm. his place and the cops did nothing about it. So that was kind of what inspired it. But like, mm-hmm. just the frustrating like, yes, my back door was unlocked, but they also still came into my house. Like they they basically just blamed her for it. Like they were right. still looking to see if my door was unlocked to then come in. Like mm-hmm. there's a good chance if it was locked, if they were there to break in, they were going to break in anyway, just because my door mm-hmm. was locked. That doesn't, I don't know that I, I, that's just frustrating to me. Like I understand that like you got to lock your door, obviously. Right. But just for them to be like, it's all your fault <laughs> that they came right, in. I, like, I dealt with that here. I had my last year, I had my car window broken in, in my parking space, in my apartment. And I went and like, it was like a one and a half or two hour window that it happened like while I was home and I went to the apartment office and I was like, Hey, someone just broke into my car and they're like, Oh, well, did you report it? <laughs> Cause that's uh that's on you guys. Like, Oh, okay. And <laughs> I, I literally called like the non-important police uh, line and they took a statement and it was like, okay, well, yeah, we'll look for your stuff. Uh, if it goes missing, like if it shows up somewhere and we'll and we have the report maybe we'll get it back same kind of thing happened to me when i was living in the apartment uh uh, started to hear a a car alarm going off i was Mm -hmm. like whose car alarm is that i was like kenzie can you see is that my car she looked up she's like it doesn't look like it's yours and it like kept going off i looked Uh and i was like that is my car so i go down there and there's the there's a van next to my car and Mm -hmm. i'm i go up and i'm like hey what's going on the guy's like oh i don't know it's just been going off and then he took off Realized mm-hmm. that he was the guy trying to break into my car. Yeah. <laughs> so he broke my window, and then once you open my car door from the inside without... Yeah, that's when that, it goes off. That's when it goes off. So, he, yeah, he broke the little back window of mine and then was trying to get in when I mm-hmm. showed up. But I didn't... Of course, I wasn't quick enough to look at the license plate, which is also uh-huh. something part of this movie that I was like, they don't explain, like... I'm, I'm a, no, he just did. He just, he just <laughs> knew the license plate. He's like, oh, yeah, I got it. I didn't tell you. I was like, but when? Didn't when did you? you figure out the license plate? <laughs> but yeah, you're always like, oh, man, if I just sort of looked at the license plate, because then I did the same thing as you, Raymond. I called, and then nothing ever, of course, came of right. that. It's like it wasn't even... Like, I, I'm in my own parking space. My car was locked, but I've also had my car broken into when I didn't lock it, because I had, like, a piece of shit junker with nothing important in it. So it's like, right. it'd be more money for me to replace my window than have them break something it was like okay well like it's it's i understood the feeling immediately like in this in this movie when she's burgled like it's not even that like they stole anything it's just they got in and they could do it at any time doesn't matter what they took necessarily yeah that's the the, yeah what she says is like the whole like violation thing of it Uh there was one time i left my car unlocked and someone had gone through my like center console thing. Uh-huh. Like, my stuff was like everywhere. They didn't take anything because there was nothing in my center console. But just like mm. knowing like, oh, there was someone in my car. <laughs> like that's just like... It's like, such, like you, a, you almost like... Ugh. This is like the dream scenario where like you can't rest until you figure out who did it. And right. then like right. she does it and it literally is like they're all gone by the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone responsible it. is taken care of. She, she <laughs> solved... She... <laughs> 
solve the case. I love that she made the footprint. <laughs> yes, so funny. took the time to go and buy the stuff. And I love the detective's just like, this sure is something. He's like, what? <laughs> so you're telling me his foot is made of scrambled egg? <laughs> He said something like that, just because it's an uh-huh. awful mold of a foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, it was a cool little reveal there too. When she's like about to try to steal the, mm-hmm. and, and then the guy is there. Like you notice, you notice oh, him at yeah. first before she does, mm-hmm. obviously, because you know you've already been introduced to him. But I thought that was a cool like. Then she looks down and sees his, his duct tape shoe. Hmm. It's a it's a fun choice. I uh, I enjoyed this quite a bit. It, My, it doesn't exactly stick the landing, I don't think, but it's a yeah, fun yeah. it's a fun uh, it's a viewing. Good, yeah, and I think it's a good like effort for a first time filmmaker too. Sure. Yeah, especially as someone who has only been an actor up to this point, and yeah. the legacy of his like the directing and acting, like I don't know how long he's been acting, but like Jeremy Saulnier was like forty something when they started making movies together. Mm. Yeah, and. I think he's the main character in Murder Party, and that movie's like 2010, I think. Right, so, that's the okay. first one. I, I haven't seen that. I don't even know that one. It doesn't ring a bell when you say it. It's. I think it's more of like a... I haven't seen it either, but oh. he's like basically at a party where it turns out that everyone is there to like kill each other. Mm. Oh, it's a clue. Clue! <laughs> <laughs> oh, rated R clue. Yeah. And that the, is um, clue. But I have you have either of you guys seen Blue Ruin? Mm-mm. No, I I don't know if it's like I just haven't found it to stream, or if it if it was available to stream, I just like didn't pay attention enough. Yeah, I think but it's I, on Netflix. I think it is too. I just need to look that up then, because yeah, I've, I haven't it, seen it yet. It is very similar to this movie in the fact mm-hmm. in the fact that it's like a revenge somebody that sets out to mm-hmm. get revenge on on people and then they very very quickly more quickly than in this movie but he very quickly discovers how much over his head that he is uh-huh so like he goes and finds the first person and then like is confronted with oh i'm, I'm gonna kill this person <laughs> oh, <laughs> and man. it's not exactly what he thinks and then it's like two hours of the fallout of that <laughs> uh-huh. uh, oh i think that, we've, we've talked movie's... about how he made green room then blue ruin and he's going to just go down and keep moving through the color scheme. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, Saulnier did a Netflix movie that apparently wasn't very good. See, I thought that was this, this whole time. (laughs) He did, um, it was the one that had, uh, Jeffrey Wright. And it was Uh, like in Alaska. Oh, hold the dark. Hold the dark. I'm I'm on his IMDb right now. So that's. And I remember I seeing the trailer one, from that for that, but yeah, I heard it was not very good. Hmm. But he wrote it with Macon Blair, mm-hmm. so he he wrote that movie with him. Right, so they kind does... of write like he writes with him. I think. Uh huh. The um, there's an upcoming episode. There's an upcoming movie that Saulnier is doing mm-hmm. with Don Johnson and James Cromwell and John Boyega. Oh, oh my god. Well, I'm so into that. I'm in- yeah, I'm interested in that. I'm sure Megan Blair will also be in that, so. Cool. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah, yeah. I just looked through Megan Blair's Wikipedia, and he only started at the same time as Jeremy Saulnier for a murder party. That's his first acting job is 2007. Good friends, hanging out. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, they're really, they're really getting into it from 
their their short experience they're really going this is a long list good for them yeah yeah my favorite thing to do with uh choosing what we watch is to do the seven degrees of never seen any of this because <laughs> elijah wood was in our last episode uh-huh. and i'm like all right elijah wood this time <laughs> just make sure that we have that through connection of all of our movies of leading yeah. to each other because <laughs> even one of the other trivia things on this is that the the girl that plays the main character also mm. also does a voice in Over the Garden Wall, which I've told you guys that I want. Oh, funny! Want, want to show you guys that, but yeah. I own it, so that's we have to wait till we're allowed to all be together, mm-hmm. so we can sit and watch that together. Mm-hmm. So, eventually, we'll watch that. That'll be so cute. It's yeah. cute. <laughs> That'll be a, a cute fun time. All right. Have you, uh, have you boys, been watching anything else over this past week? Anything of note? No. Well, I uh, I no, mentioned it nothing. to you guys that I had watched uh, When Harry Met Sally. Yes. Yep. Which mm-hmm. is, uh, yeah, so I uh, I decided I was going to follow along with the newest uh, arc of the Blank Check podcast where they're doing Nora Ephron films. And I looked through the list and I was like, I like Julia and Julia a lot, but mm-hmm. I haven't really seen any of Nora Ephron's other movies. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't watch a ton of rom-coms, especially if they're older than I am. Right. So I... I was like, well, you know, I, when Harry Met Sally is considered like a classic and I like Rob Reiner's other movies and she wrote it. So I was like, all right, I'll start with this whole series. <laughs> and so I, I put on uh, When Harry Met Sally for the first time and that movie is so good. It is. That first time I ever watched it was when qu- the quarantine started and Kenzie and uh-huh. I were picking back and forth movies to watch. Mm-hmm. And that was one of her first picks was mm-hmm. that movie. And yeah, I, it's a great movie. can't believe I waited that yeah. long to watch it. I got a yeah, little, I, I got a little, I was like, oh, a little... A little teary eye at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> Real sweet. It's, it's especially funny because, like, my mom loves When Harry Met Sally and Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. Ah. So, like, I grew up with all three of these movies around, but I never watched them myself. Like, sat down I'd seen and bits actually... and pieces. Right. Yeah. But, like, she's owned them as long as I've been alive. Longer, mm. even. And uh, I, it's kind of funny how many rom-coms I've watched now. And then I go back and watch When Harry Met Sally and realize so many of like the best moments of it have been like telegraphed into every screenplay for mm-hmm. the last 20 years. That's always 30 yeah. years. hard to watch. Like when I watched vacation for the first time and uh-huh. I was like, Oh, so these have all been done before, but because uh-huh. it was like one of the first ones to do it, you know, like the right. whole thing, like it's funny, but you've seen it all done before, but only because this is the first movie to do it is always uh-huh. hard to wrap your head around as you're watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Right. That's funny. My girlfriend came home, as I was like in the last five minutes of watching When Harry Met Sally, and I was like, you know, probably gonna start watching all these romantic comedies. She's like, oh, we're gonna watch all these together now. I was like, okay. So now, <laughs> yesterday, I'm surprised I was... you watched that on your own. Just good old she was Raven out of the house, his, Raven with his cats watching a rom com. <laughs> yeah, cute on uh, oh, yeah. on Father's Day. Oh, <laughs> hell, the Father's Day's movie. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find someone to watch it. I was just like, I had I had listened to half of the episode of Blank Check. And it's like a two-hour-long episode. And I was like, you know, I I was enjoying the episode, especially from the bits I remember of the movie, seeing, you know, the clips that I have. But, like, you know, I actually haven't seen this movie. My girlfriend's not home. I might as well just, like, watch the thing that I'm, like, listening to people talk about for two hours instead of just, like, watching a bunch of YouTube videos or something by mm-hmm. myself <laughs> and then going to bed. That's all I've been it's doing. Like, it was, it was something YouTube for me videos, to do. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. See, yesterday I was watching something in the middle of the day, and my girlfriend came out on her break from work. I was like, "You're not watching more rom coms, are you?" <laughs> oh, now you're good. you got to watch so yourself. Now, yeah, so now we're um, we're watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood still, uh-huh. and uh, we're almost done with that actually because it's sixty four episodes, I believe, and Netflix has broken it up into five thirteen episode seasons, and we are halfway <clears throat> through part four. So we're like 40-something episodes in. So nice. I was like, I, we're getting close to that end of that soon. Wow. So I imagine what's going to happen is we finish that, and then I start watching a bunch of romantic comedies. <laughs> what a switch. <laughs> what a, Yeah, what a roller coaster. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Uh, well, I, I scarfed down another season of The Sopranos. So I'm nice. Scarfed it down, huh? Scarfed it down. <laughs> uh, even better. It's so good. Yeah, you liking it? That. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say is, like, the first two seasons of that show uh, deals a lot with Tony's relationship with his terrible, terrible mother. Mm-hmm. And I think that was supposed to be, that's, like, the crux of the show, mm-hmm. is that him dealing with his mom issues. And the actress that played his mom passed away in between season two and season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, so I guess when they came back for season three, they were like, we need to wrap up the story some way. But they needed at least one more scene between... Is that Tony the, and his mom? I know all that about that CG. Scene. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. It's so bad. I've watched it on YouTube. I thought it was in the last season. It's from. It's in the third season. It's season three. Oh yeah. okay. And it's so it's it's so it not only is it bad CG, but the editing in that scene is really bad because what mm-hmm. they did is they literally just took shots from earlier episodes and worked the scene around it. So it's like to, when they get rid of Chef in South Park. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it's yeah it, it except exactly that's animated like that. so you can like right. it's yes. very clearly not connected kind of, but yes. it's blended they have a they have a body double and then put her head on top of that body double <sighs> just superimposed and it moves all around i've seen that clip just in like compilation things of like we're cg uh-huh. you know yeah uh-huh. oh. and it said like i mean <laughs> She's saying like the most generic lines because they just needed to grab like what they could so that James Gandolfini could act his ass off around it to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. So he he's like saying things to her and she's like, I hate it when you use that kind of language. And, like totally does not I mean, it's, match up at all. It's nowhere near as bad, but it does remind me of uh, Rise of Skywalker with Carrie Fisher, oh, Carrie Fisher. Where they like purposely See, put lines in for... To fit in with uh-huh. the lines that they had of her, yeah, uh-huh. it's like that. But I feel like at le- Rise of Skywalker at least made it a little bit more convincing. Right, mm-hmm. this like has like shots of the back of her head. Like all of the Tony shots are like from behind her, yeah. so you have just have somebody sitting there. It's just like her silhouette. Yeah. Not only is it like a decade plus ago, but also it wasn't good for its time either. That's what I was, was like. They just kind of rushed like, a solution it, when it came out. People say it was really bad, but I'm assuming so because it's just. I would. For being I bad. would think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. like her head floats on the body. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And like uh, Tony's sister is a big part of season two, and they kind of her arc ends at the end of season two, and she goes away. But then they were like we have to bring her back because the mom died and there's a whole like episode about the funeral. So it's like they brought mm. back this character that wasn't supposed to come back. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so, I mean, so far I'm like three or four episodes into season three and it's just good. And I know that after season three, they start taking David Chase started taking longer breaks mm-hmm. in between seasons. 
because he like worked so, they all worked so hard the first three seasons and then like the guy who plays Polly in the show <laughs> was just like well why the fuck are you doing that like <laughs> take a year off in between HBO doesn't care and he's like oh maybe you're right so then they started taking like year and a half two year breaks in between seasons so it'll be interesting to see as I think there's only six seasons that's what I was gonna ask so, yeah, there's six seasons yeah we but it ran for like almost ten years so right right. We will see. I'll keep going there. And then uh, the only other thing that I... Well, I've been playing... I'm a large chunk of the way through The Last of Us Part 2. And it's trash. And, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> I like it a lot, but it it has made me cry a couple times already. And not in like the way I thought it was going to make me cry. It's just like I'll be in the middle of a scene like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. And, yeah, there's a lot... I won't say anything here because, like, a lot of the story is very spoiler heavy. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's not what I thought. It, whereas a lot, I think a lot of people are, it's not what I thought, so I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I think is a lot of the takeaway that's going on. And I think, like, the point of the story is that you're not supposed to like what's going on. So you, Nobody's supposed to be having that. A good seemed time. like the whole idea of the story they're right. telling is that like yeah. this is unfortunately like the world that has come about because of what has happened. It's not like an enjoyable ride. Yes, exactly. Of like so, wish fulfillment. Andy, you but don't like what's absolute, going on, but you do like it because you don't like what's going on. It's an absolute <laughs> masterpiece of a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so it's funny rough. because all the critical response I've seen from it is people being like this is amazing. I like, I, I can't believe a game made me feel this way. It makes you really feel about like all the choices you've made in a game ever. It makes you like think about Mm -hmm. them. And whereas like I work with a couple guys who played the game and they all thought it was like really stupid and they didn't like (laughs) it. I was like, Oh man. Cause they were telling me the, they told me a bunch of the plot points cause I'm never going to play it. And I was like, Oh, well that seems like a, crazy good thing to do with storytelling and they're like no mm-hmm. stupid <laughs> I don't like it oh okay yeah I think the story if you were just to tell it to someone the the story out of context is like well that's weird why would they do that but the mm-hmm. performances are so good and the yeah. acting in this game is so incredible that I feel like everybody sells it so well mm-hmm so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not at the end yet, and some some stuff that I just experienced in the game is troubling to me. Uh-huh. So we will see how it ends up. So I'm excited I, to either I will watch check it in or play it. Finish that game, but <laughs> whatever I decide to do. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing that I watched this week, I um, curious to to know if you guys have heard or know anything about it but a little a little netflix film called 365 days no no i have not mm. that's that's a title generic enough for me to never click on it <laughs> well i will say it's my own fault because uh, i saw <laughs> a bunch of hashtags on twitter and okay. tiktok saying oh. what the what the flying fuck is this movie uh-huh. what is uh-huh. happening and then uh Emily, my fiance, and my sister watched the first scene while I was asleep one day, and I woke up and they said, we need to watch this entire film. And basically what the film is, is an absolute bonkers 
softcore porn film. Oh. Oh. From Italy. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. <laughs> and. Those Italians. I'm saying softcore lightly because pretty much all that's missing is like one shot of a boob. Andy, <laughs> they make one it to shot. pizza and they make it to porno. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was something there is like uh-huh. a ham-fisted story in the first like five minutes it's it's a mob movie uh-huh. basically that after the first five minutes turns into like the son of this mob boss has a lot of money and when his father was assassinated he had a vision of this lady and then he sees her one day and decides i'm gonna kidnap this woman oh and mm. give her but I'm going to give her everything she wants, and she has, I'll give her 365 days to fall in love with me. Okay. Mm. She's really running with Stockholm, huh? But within the first <laughs> really 20 Really leaning on that Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> within the first 20 minutes, there are three different hardcore sex scenes. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm... And, like, you see balls... <laughs> You see, <laughs> you see, like, full shaft at one point. Are you okay, and Andy? Like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this movie? It is it is insane. The, the, the main character is, like, this creepy Italian super macho dude. I looked it up, and he is a pop Italian pop star. Oh, and nice. I, so, so, as, like, looking... <laughs> over i'm like this is like if harry styles decided he was gonna make like 50 shades of gray no wonder this movie was like it's the artist turn to make you serious yeah it's like an insane movie in italy that netflix bought and just threw up and it's number one on the top 10 like people are losing their minds and watching this movie it is crazy do you recommend us to watch it because it's so crazy or absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) all right well thanks for doing that for us then yeah you watched it so i don't have to there are like five instances within the first half hour of him sneaking up behind this girl and going are you lost baby girl (laughs) oh i hate that is it in italian or is it it is in italian english and polish they just switch Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then the... uh, uh, I'll I'll just tell you what happens. Um, He, (laughs) like... (laughs) It's very problematic because he basically, like, forces himself on her. And she's like, well, I'm in love because the dick too bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Quote from the movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, then... They're like, oh, we're in love, we're gonna get married, and then she gets assassinated, and then the movie just ends. Oh, no. And is that on day, like, 364? No, it's on day, like, seven. (laughs) Wow. So so then at the end of the movie, I go, why is it called 365 days? Because she only makes it, like, a week before (laughs) she just gets fucking domed. Oh, my God. You thought there was gonna be so many more days. (laughs) Yeah. Andy, Andy needed more of those balls and shaft. I just, I couldn't believe that it was number one on the Netflix top ten. That's wild. After watching it, I was like, man, well, it's, I'm, it's America no, doesn't... It's not an indicator of quality. No. It's an indicator of how many people click on something. So yes, it's not yeah. like it's even, it's not, it's not like it's even 
be, it's not there because it's necessarily good. It's just there because people looked at it. Right. We I think we talked I about guess. it last week with like some things are top ten just because it, it was a new thing that got put on there. It's not because yeah. it's yeah. If they put it in like the promoted like recently added section, then as soon as like people hit that, then it's going to add into like the top ten right of the week. So it's really just the top ten list is just an aggregator of how many people clicked on something. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. America just needed a horny Italian movie <laughs> for a little. Escapism. I mean, you did, I Andy. Know. You did click on it and watch it. So I mean, I you're, did part, watch you're it, part of it. So. <laughs> I like that your fiance and your sister watched a bit of it first and then told you to watch it. Yeah. They, they were like, "We need to, we need to watch this whole thing because we can't describe it." <laughs> wow, crazy. Whew. So yeah. Some challenging times you've had. Yeah, Sammy, so, you got anything? It's been an nope. emotional roller coaster over here in the Wire household. Uh, Kenzie and I've been making it, watching through the Harry Potter movies just for fun while we've been working oh, around the house. And then I am currently reading that prequel Hunger Games book. That's about oh, how's it. that? It's I'm really liking it so far. I think it's interesting because it's in the tenth Hunger Games to see how much changes from the 10th one to the 74th is when the original one starts because mm. the 10th one they're basically just put in a bigger like an actual like gladiator arena and they fight uh-huh. and that's it like there's no betting there's no like giving them food there's no like and they're treated like awful they're treated like animals basically so mm-hmm. then from that to then you, when you jump to hunger games where she's taking on this fancy train given all the food she wants mm. she gets sponsors she's so it's just it's like a it's like a roman coliseum yes basically yes mm-hmm. so it's very not what it ends up becoming so that's basically what the book is showing how it ends up in that way mm-hmm. and showing how much the president snow guy has an influence in that because the 10th year is the first year that they have they allow mentors to like help the tributes Mm. and he gets to be a mentor for one of the tributes so then it's his the whole thing with trying to help his tribute before because i have i'm only like 100 pages into it so the the games haven't happened or anything like that but my dad like read it in like a week and he's like you gotta and knowing my dad (laughs) he's not the fastest reader so i know that he like didn't put it down because he read it very fast and he's like you gotta read it Mm -hmm. so he said it, it's really good. Roast so. and Sam on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, he. I had to sound out Call some words for him. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he read the first Harry Potter to me and was like Hermione. <laughs> so I Listen, mean, I I, I, I get that. I, I mean, yeah, no, he wasn't the only one, but Hermione. there's literally a scene in the book where they have to explain how her name is pronounced. <laughs> it got bad enough, and they're like, "All right." <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, that's really all I'm doing. I haven't really, besides watching what we watch for the podcast, I haven't really done a whole lot. <laughs> well, that's all I got for you. At least we have the podcast. What? At least we have the podcast. At least we got yeah. that. <laughs> Bringing us different, uh, new and different choices. We might not necessarily pick ourselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, next week it's either my pick or TJ's pick, depending on mm-hmm. if TJ's coming back. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just keep rolling through our selections until TJ comes back. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll we'll just keep keep on trucking. Sweet, yeah. As the Grateful Dead say. Uh, Andy, anything on say? your radar besides <laughs> 365 days that you're thinking of picking? Um, well, now that I'm has picking... to be the clear choice because there's there's balls and dong. Yeah, 
Yeah. So it'd probably be 365, but if you don't pick I that could, one, what would yeah. you pick? I could make you guys watch that, and that would be really funny. Um, Something with more Shaft content? Yeah. More How can you get more content. Shaft? Yeah, like actual Shaft the film. Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, you mean like Shaft the man. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Yeah. There's a couple things on Netflix that uh, that I've been wanting to revisit and maybe make you guys watch, but maybe mm-hmm. if we need to keep with the uh, theme... I'll see if Blue Ruins on there, and maybe I'll make you guys watch that. So, ooh, we don't have to we'll keep see. up the theme. You don't don't feel like you need to do that. I'm a man. Of, I'm a man <laughs> of my word, and I stick to the theme. All right, I stay right. on brand. It's just most of the time we would do we'll do a movie and it'll make me think of a movie that I want to watch, and that's why mm-hmm. I pick it. Mm-hmm. That's usually what happens, and it really doesn't because I'm like, oh, there's yeah. the connection. Even though, like when we did Parasite, then we released burn the burning uh-huh. and then like we, that was that was funny we have our connections somehow sometimes all right well if that's all we got to say then that's all we got to say that's all so i want to say uh, get me out of here <laughs> well as always if you want to reach out to us on the hellscape that is twitter you can send oh. us a tweet at uh, nsaot pod yes and raymond sure. raymond will give you a little shout out if you <laughs> If you talk to him on there, give us a follow. Yeah. Um, if you want to send your uh, erotic fan fiction about the caboose and TJ and Sammy and I, you can send it to our email at never seen any of this pod at gmail.com. You sure could do that. <laughs> and I'm uh, good and- still sitting by the phone, just waiting for our first caller, just uh, <laughs> hanging out, just waiting for your calls. <laughs> Since we don't have a phone number, you're going to be waiting quite a bit. Hey, I will and wait. <laughs> I'm if here you for you guys. Publish, if you want to publish that erotic fan fiction in a public forum, you could always leave us a review on iTunes and uh, <laughs> include it in there. So, I should just uh, say Andy's number. Call Andy's number. <laughs> no. <laughs> just kidding. I have the editing power, so I, That's could, true. I could I should just say my own I, <laughs> At the end of the day, I have all the power, and that should scare you immensely. So. It does. You could you could edit me like the Sopranos mom to say whatever you want me to say, technically. Oh, I should. There's enough <laughs> audio that you could cut and paste yeah. him. Yeah. You've said some terrible things over the course of the I think this I've podcast. just, I mean, honestly, you don't have to do any cutting at all. I'm sure I've just said some terrible things that you could just yeah. put in here. I mean, I don't even have to edit around the parts about you hating women. So. Right, that's already yeah, in That's the right podcast. out there on Front Street. Yeah. <laughs> that's just on brand. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, on that right. note, I think thanks, <laughs> I thanks think for bringing that up it. again. I think that's <laughs> it for this week's episode. I've never seen any of this. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, bye. bye. bye.